0: Hello and welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello.
1: I'm Jim DeSanto. And I'm Katie.
0: Yeah, And that voice is no other. There's no guests this week.
1: There's no Aww. guests. Yeah.
0: People are I feel so, sad. I people have, gotten, have grown so used to us being with them. I know.
1: Maybe we're not good enough for them. Mm. I don't think we were ever good enough. Even with guests.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think you've, you've hit the, the nail on the head. I think one. there's a
0: lot of people who want to be guests on the show. But
2: here's the meta Just question: Just working
0: into our schedule,
2: are we good enough for us?
0: I would say,
1: I would say, most of the time. Your hesitance. Made I me I nervous. feel like everyone is good for good enough for me all the time. I That's wonder. That's false. I wonder. Do you whether... mean
2: Brian and I? Yeah, yeah. Just the two of us are good enough for you. Yeah. Sorry, when you said everyone, I thought you were like, no, going no, no. I meant everyone, on well, the
0: clearly everyone on the podcast. The each, everyone on the podcast.
2: Everyone
0: of the two people. The other one of the two people. I mean, this is like the, we are going to record four episodes in the span of like 12 days, I think.
1: Oh, you we're know.
0: We're so, uh, We're I mean, feeling we clearly it. Like, we clearly like being with one another. Yeah. And we'll throw no. in a shit show or shit podcast episode. Which if, the you, truth if, you're, is, Bri- if you're listening to us, you should also be listening to that show because it's basically us with m- probably more alcohol consumed per episode. Arguably. And and Aaron. Yeah. So you get Aaron, too. It's yeah. like a it's, it's a, a good deal. It's a win. It's like a Black Friday deal. Um, OK, so today. This is a very exciting episode. We might not have a guest, but we have a fantastic film Mm -hmm. as we're doing a deep dive into the lives of vampires in suburban New Zealand. I mean, what else could you ask for as we talk about what we do in the shadows? But first, the most pressing question of every episode, what are we drinking this episode? What does everybody have for vampires in the suburbs?
1: I made an old fashioned for tonight. I'm calling it the Pita. Pita. Very nice. (laughs) He's old. I love he is old fashioned.
2: Um, We received so many great suggestions and I had none of those ingredients in my liquor cabinet and did not stop at the State Store. But I, I mean, would yeah. like...
1: Let's be fair. I if would it, like to highlight... bourbon can, or can, vodka or gin, we don't have it. We have if, a few yes. random
2: things, but none of the things that were needed yeah. for those drinks.
0: Could people start making some wine cocktails? You have lots yeah, yeah. of one-hoop wine, I was right? I was considering that? that.
2: I had some thoughts for tonight. I do want to highlight the suggestion for Red Death, which both excited and terrified me because no. the only time I ever had it was at Scranton
1: and... And that was like a pitcher, and I'm pretty sure that was just like... it's.
2: It was, th- You know what the death was? It was the sour the mix. Heartburn. God, the, the, the heartburn.
1: heartburn. I See, no, that was the kamikazes. I, I never so got that. that the, was bad, too. The red oh, death cool. was a little death more also- gentle.
2: Oh, I thought red death was also very, very high on the I'm sour mix. I'm not sure
1: they weren't just
0: the same thing. They may have been I the same thing. Just one of them just definitely of had... It. Yeah.
2: yeah, was red.
0: The kamikaze yeah. was not. I definitely drank an entire pitcher of that on my birthday
2: absolutely (laughs) you absolutely that makes me vomit picture of that okay so anyway things that i'm drinking so i picked the things that look old um so i have my fortunato's fate whiskey and i just finished reading the cask of amontillado in literature class with my students so that felt very appropriate and then i found this um also very old bottle of something nondescript that somebody had given to us who knows? Okay. Who knows? Who knows? But it looks Couldn't like it could have been in a vault for a long wine. time. It's, a, it's called Antigua. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, Ooh. but it wasn't Fortunato also a dandy during the Renaissance? <laughs> yes, I think so. he was. What
2: is the actual
1: so definition dandies. of a dandy? Uh, uh, we could look that up. Somebody look that well, up yeah. because
0: we can discuss that. Because right I think up. that's one
1: of those words I, I that gets. Have,
0: yes, you I have diff- eaten Jim Dandy's in Scranton. My brother did
2: a Jim Dandy's
0: commercial. remember that i don't think it's open is it is it open anyway i think it might be so it's basically like
1: a A man devoted (laughs) to style neatness and fashion and dress and appearance and so people
2: used that as a pejorative for gay men right back in the day
1: but everything we see of uh what's his name viago that he's not?
2: He's a heterosexual baby. man who
1: really he's enjoys metro. his metro. clothing. Yeah, he's yeah. a metro, yes. retro a heterosexual okay, we, yes. vampire.
0: All right, well, well, we'll get into that in, in a minute. Yeah. I am drinking a Scotty's IPA from Moat Mountain, mm, which I love. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, a little plug for our guest from our last episode I got my mm-hmm. copy of The Body Man. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. very excited many well, jim's got christmas yeah, jim's presents got a are happening
2: mm-hmm. in the desanto house yep.
0: this is a formidable novel this is let me this see like, let me see the first i always ha- i've, I've got to see oh to i, this. Like the I this all right i love the font. i like the yeah.
2: paperweight this looks very nice well done well done I'm
0: excited great great let's author feel photo good. as well it's almost like we have the guest we can just hold up oh i just flipped uh jordan took a sip of his bourbon we like this already just that just
2: that one sentence spoiler alert for the bourbon drinking somehow i found the sentence in the book that that talks about bourbon and
0: if you if you have not pre-ordered your or well not even pre-ordered ordered ordered your order that man order the book order the book order it you should have ordered it after last week's episode But nonetheless, you still have plenty of time before the holidays to order your book. Uh, Katie, why don't you give us a rundown Mm -hmm. about what vampire life is like in New Zealand?
2: Do we have music for the rundown? Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that.
0: We found it.
2: Jim Gardner's retiring. This makes me so sad. sad. Very sad. So sad. sad. He's timeless in my eyes. So, listen, vampires are just like the rest of us. They also have roommates who refuse to do the dishes or who bring home random strangers. They also have a friend named Stu who does something with computers that no one really understands. They also just want to go about their lives, make friends, drink something delicious. What we do in the shadows reminds us that vampires are just like us, except for that 8,000-year-old friend living in the tomb in the basement. (laughs) Peter.
1: Who let Peter out? Peter.
0: (laughs) Peter
2: Nosferatu.
0: Oh, my God. Um, Okay. This movie. What we do in the shadows, report card time, grading scale, on a grade of A plus through... The Landmine of Movies, a.k.a. Caddyshack 2, which I would rather be turned into a vampire than ever have to watch (laughs) again. Uh, Where and how would you grade what we do in the shadows? Jim.
1: Uh, I'm going with... Oh, this is tough. Only watching it once. I think I'm going with a B-plus with... The opportunity to move it either way. Oh,
2: interesting. All right. I'll allow it. Uh, I'm giving this movie an A. I feel like if I watch it again, I'm going to like it even more. I thoroughly enjoyed this film.
0: It is fabulous. I am going to give this film an A+. (laughs) Uh I've only given that rating to Casablanca. (laughs) <laughs> it's the only other A plus I've had wow. the entire year. That's amazing! Um,
2: oh, I'm excited. This is a banner day. Mm-hmm. This happens this once film, in a vampire's
0: lifetime. Yeah, maybe twice if you live long.
1: Maybe long. a thirteen if you're Peter. Peter, yes, Peter's Peter. seen a lot. <laughs> this, this He's Peter. seen a lot of
2: years. <laughs> Peter lived through a lot. He's he, uh, and you yeah. can see it on his face. Yes, his face shows life well, long lived. All right.
1: Okay.
0: I, I'm not even sure where to begin with this movie. Oh my god! I Let's start
1: with just like. So
0: I, I just want to say this: I was so pleasantly, unbelievably pleasantly surprised by this movie, and shocked that I had never seen it before, and slightly embarrassed that I've never seen it before. So,
2: I mean, I was surprised when we looked at the numbers. It it had a pretty big haul at the box box office. The box office. The box at the, the box office and uh then thus worldwide yeah uh, i feel like yes we we are some of the last to the party on this but i'm wondering was it because folks discovered taika like we did and then went backwards
0: or was it that, i don't like, think this it was, was really big this is from the the flight of the concord oh people. it was because of germane yeah. i i think you think I, so i, I it has to be that. What's I mean, our that year on was... this
2: guy? 2014? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that is that is exactly what this is. I mean, Taika is now the name out of this cast, yeah. honest, uh, honestly. But I mean, this is a flight of concords, thing, a show which I really enjoyed yep. back in the day on HBO. I just I, for the life of me, I don't know where. I was with this like to to have missed it by this much, it's I, I don't know. It's well, just who made it. I mean,
2: like what, what's our, our production company?
0: I mean, no, it's, right, I mean an, it's like an independent. I mean, right. So, I mean, do we think that it had
2: film. a pretty big release in the United
0: States? Oh, I, I, I would, I mean,
1: mm-hmm. no.
2: Right. Probably so that's not how we missed limited. it.
0: True. I, 2014, I
2: know, We were having children.
0: We all yeah, had ch- That's a fair we had point. Children. I wasn't watching very many. We weren't movies, watching. Really yeah, time. no.
2: Okay. So it's a mockumentary. We've done a few of those. So I, you yes. know, and it was hard to not sort of like hold in your mind other films that this reminds us of. So, you know, thinking of our best in show, Spinal Tap, you know, the Christopher Guest mm-hmm. films, and then also, um, what's Dropped it called? It I always want to call it Dropped. American History, and Dropped. it's not that called. It's not that called. It's American not
0: called oh, that. American Movie. American Movie. But American Movie <laughs> was a, a real documentary. Oh, that's
2: right. That's not a mockumentary. <laughs> yes. It feels like a mockumentary. Yeah, but those are
1: people. It, like it's, it's on a line that yes that, uh, fair
2: yeah. So drop dead gorgeous and our Christopher Guest films yeah yes yeah very much in line. I, I
0: agree tap. and I think and yes. Spinal Tap oh yeah sorry I, yeah. which we mm-hmm. it's not exactly Christopher Guest not
1: really it's con- it's Rob well, Reiner somewhat, right Chris, yes yeah so like. Uh, I would say I, as far as those movies go, I put this right up there after the first watching with Spinal Tap and Best in Show. Yeah, I agree for me. And I think those are both incredible. I agree. Yeah. 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 I.
0: To me, it was interesting. This one to me leaned more to Spinal Tap than to Best in Show. Sure. Like I thought there was a real Spinal Tap vibe. (laughs) To this one. Like there, in it's terms the same
1: outfit. No. Yeah, well, that, that's true. <laughs> There's
0: a lot of the same. Out- um, but it's I think it's. Sig- I want to say I think it's significantly better than Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah, oh yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I do. I think it's significantly better than that. The and uh, to Katie's point, I think it's one on multiple rewatches that will be able to I, at least I feel this hold up with Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. And and Best in Show. I, it's I interesting agree. because Best in Show is almost there's just vibe wise. I feel like this just wasn't that Best in Show style. And it just might have been like it's vampires. It's a little darker in terms of the lighting and stuff like that. Best in Show was so kind of hokey. Middle America make fun of that situation yeah, and maybe i mean this is over the top but this is over the top in a spinal tap way right of Mm -hmm. a, a of a certain idea playing with like the vampire culture and what that's like yeah in a way that they did with rock bands and spinal tap and
2: i love how normalized they make the culture you know and just thinking through all of those practical pieces of what would it look like for a group of vampires to live together, you know, just like folks do right out of college, <laughs> you know the chore the spinning of the chore chart, and what do you do when they have guests over like who takes on the role of like the house leader i I think it's absolute genius
1: <laughs> yeah it genius was great. It, it is very funny. I love the the so the way it's directed is that um. You know, obviously it's like handheld cameras Where there's supposed to be a human Camera crew filming these vampires And they're all protected Wearing crucifixes oh my so, God. And, and the so vampires good. have agreed Not to eat them um, And this is all leading up to the uh, what, what do they call it The masquerade The <laughs>
0: Oh, What's It's like at the equivalent of a VFW. It yeah, reminded yeah. me of when we went went to that casino night for the uh, Chaos Softball years, yeah, and and yeah, yeah.
2: years ago. I really have to watch it again nice. because the disconnect or the, the comparison on what they called the place and then what the sign said oh,
1: outside. The Cathedral of Sadness or of Sorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it was like something was like a bowling, bowling lanes <laughs> <laughs> I <bowling club. laughs> was so good. I like, I, yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a uh, basically a mixer for all the undead which included uh you know vampires, vampires which zombies and zombies yeah i didn't yeah. see any
2: witches. witches they mentioned the witches but they didn't spend time with them. witches aren't undead though so well that yeah that confusing was confusing so maybe it should have been one mistake yeah. it should have been the werewolves right they're yeah. not really undead either Nobody no knows the werewolves, the werewolves aren't exactly undead hmm. No, so it's just the zombies could have been mummy, and the vampires. Mummies are undead. They could throw some mummies in there. A lich. We're gonna have to talk to Tyka. The witches shouldn't have been there. A lich. What's that?
1: A lich is an undead witch that is extremely powerful.
2: Ah, oh.
1: it's like the oh, king is, of the undead. So wait, so what is, what, what, witches what is by nature
2: from? tend to be more mortal.
1: Yeah, they're they're just like they, small can, casters. they
2: can cast a spell that would give them longer life, but that doesn't sure. mean that they're immortal.
1: I mean, it depends on how many virgins you have. <laughs>
0: I, I did like the. Just say the, the line. Uh, say the line Hocus now. I Hocus. did Just like get- the uh, bringing in the virgin part. <laughs> yeah. from, uh I'm clearly from Hocus Pocus. Yeah,
1: but the the yeah. So it's it's by far the the line that sticks out the most in the movie, where, uh, Vladislav, who is played by Jermaine Clement from, um, Flight of the Concords and you know all other things, um, says. You know, they're they're basically going on and on about virgin blood and whether they should have make sure that the people they bring back to the house to eat are virgins. And oh then it my god. then it cuts this cut, is one of the most yeah.
0: amazing lines of, of film.
1: And he, he cut it cuts to like the confessional thing and he's like, Yes, we we talk about you know, we like virgins. He says, if you were going to eat a sandwich, you would appreciate it much more if no one had fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But there's so
0: much brilliance in like the setup of this film. And again, that it's, it's a, I guess it's a vampire movie, but it's, it's almost like not, it's, it's so grounded. Like you're saying, Katie and, all like the realism of like almost a a real world MTV (laughs) like setting, right? Like they do the montage of them going out on the, it's like a real world. Absolutely.
2: But then they don't just stay with the cheap gags though. Like I love the practicality of like their pictures over the years, you know, like seeing the the depictions of vampires and then adding in their faces in a very (laughs) realistic way. Right. Um, And then even the notion of who, what's our, our main character, our sort of narrator's name. Viago. 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 When Viago goes around to wake up the house, oh, like yes. what would it be like to wake up a vampire? That I loved that. I loved that. I loved seeing like the the three and it different gets
1: gradually more scary. <laughs> yes. Stealing like, oh, away like, the
0: door from Peter. I, it's yeah, so good. I, but even the lines like, oh, what did you last night? Oh, I, I transformed into a dog and had sex. <laughs> <laughs> so casually. But they, I mean, listen. We've all lived through that dishwashing. Yeah, uh, everybody can situation. relate. That's and it. That sequence, just like, like us. It's almost like a cold open type situation, right? And then they finally get to it. The the bickering of it and stuff
1: is. I love that they I had the chore like chart. Choice. They had a oh chore chart and spin, it. and spin it. And he's like, "It's been on you doing dishes for five years. <laughs> <laughs> you have not done dishes." <laughs> and
2: that he loves to knit but will not wash the dishes. Oh like,
1: my god, yes.
2: <laughs> so and then even the dishes, the dishes themselves look like every kind of glassware from the past yeah, yeah, from the past 200 blood, years way, covered,
1: covered, covered in blood. In blood. <laughs> yeah. There's like there's like yeah, there's like chalices of gold and stuff in there. It's really funny. Oh my god. Yeah, the design of the house was fantastic cuz yes. it does feel like um it, it does feel like a haunted mansion type yeah. vibe, and and they do. I, I'm wondering if they did a lot of di- digital effects or something because there's a lot of like darkening of the camera lens, like around the edges, to give it like a vignette almost look.
2: Oh, that's interesting. I was going to say that number one, I was going to ask, does this give you in set design what you were missing in Hocus Pocus? Mm. <laughs> uh, yes. And number two. Um, I thought it was really cool how they did create a sort of like darkness because obviously whenever the vampires are about, it is it's nighttime, right? Yeah. So there there is a darkness to their scenes, but they use color in really cool ways in the house, in like believable ways, like so. There's like a a teal sort of patina to a lot of their rooms, yeah. but it's very like I, I don't even know. It's distressed. It's very believable the way that they. But I I had to think they they must have given thought to that there would be a lot of dull kind of colors in, you know, the setting and their clothing. And they found ways to add color that that worked.
0: Well, do you know what? This is like a film to me. That's like a prime example. And we joke about Hocus Pocus. But like this is a film to me that knew exactly what it wanted to be. Yeah. And like delivered on that, right? So it's like a play on all these ideas, which we'll continue to talk about. But they they invested in a set, and I'd have to imagine, like, okay, I I don't know if Hocus Pocus had that much less money than this movie did. It's like the but the set design is better, well, the visuals are better, I like would- all of these things. But. I, I just feel like its vision for what it wants to be is better. like I feel like it knows who its audience is and it's gonna deliver on that and it's and and that's a difference if you're gonna do i guess a quasi genre movie, right like if I'm gonna see something at Halloween like I would feel this is a. Almost- Almost as appropriate as Hocus Pocus to show a child. Well, I don't honest. know about that video. You.
2: <laughs> you know, obviously Hocus Pocus probably spent a lot more money on salary than this film did. You know, yeah. most of these folks weren't really well-known actors. I, you know, I guess Jermaine would be the the biggest name in this cast, mm-hmm. right? No, oh, absolutely. Um certainly we see these people in other type of films
1: like th- there is Well, and then the other There are other stuff. So well, Reese yeah. Darby who is the the and we haven't talked about this, but they run into a pack of werewolves. Um, oh my god, the werewolves! He's the we head werewolf. We're he yeah. he is the the manager from Flight of the Concords, I think. Okay. And he's also and the he's crazy. In a lot of stuff. He's the crazy he's a, guy from Wilder People, right? Who yes. lives out yes. in the middle yes. of nowhere. Absolutely. So
2: the werewolves. I was so glad they came back because the first encounter with them was one of my favorite scenes.
1: It is so funny because it's like these the werewolves are different from the vampires because. They're almost in it's like when uh, in finding Nemo when they come across the sharks, and the sharks are trying to restrain themselves yeah and so like the the werewolves are trying to be nicer, closer to human, and the vampires are kind of leaning into being vampires yeah, so they're they're
2: very concerned with uh, saving their their clothes, cursing, um chaining themselves up so that they don't actually hurt anyone right you know but then there are, are there's a trigger that happens. <laughs>
1: Oh, Garrett! What are you wearing, Garrett? You, you take off that sweatshirt. You have only just bought it. Oh,
2: oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first scene. <laughs> yeah. And then the second scene where they're triggered is it's because Vlad is wearing fur, fur right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before they could the get themselves chained yeah. to the that tree, fur?
1: you're disgusting. <laughs> How dare you?
2: Oh, god, it's so good. And I like that you know the, the them tearing Stew apart, and even the scene where the vampires are chasing Nick. There is a little bit of like.
1: Uh, there's a Blair there's, Witchy. Yes. Vibes. Yeah, yes.
2: There's the, enough the chasing like down, humor, the darkness. Yeah. It's not too campy that those you don't feel for those victims, you know, like there is still some emotion there. You know, even in the scenes with the ridiculous blood spurting, you know, you get to see the conversation with the girl. Oh, my God. So we should talk about that. We got to talk about this This,
0: to me is another example of something we've talked about on the show where you could do that as almost like a Saturday night live skit like you could pull that out of this movie and you would still laugh your ass off like the idea of a vampire uh taika goes and picks up a girl he's gonna bring her back he's gonna like he's asking her her about her you know getting her grooming her he's like walking up to her and then he like hits the main artery when he tries and it just starts spraying. And I he had
2: already spoken to his work. housemates about this issue. Yeah, that, covering th- that they were getting the blood on, on, yeah,
1: it, the on the furniture. On the furniture. Yeah, and the guy yeah. says, "Oh, you mean the red couch?" And he's like, "Well, it's red now." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what is, I love the girl in that seat is sitting there as he's putting like newspaper on the like. What She's, is this yep, girl into? Sure. What does she think's gonna oh, go down and so, at this? Oh, this so event. this
2: whole other piece of this movie that like kind of struck me strange, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, that totally makes sense." is that there would be a group of people that would be interested in becoming vampires, vampires right? And so it wouldn't be just full fear that there would there would also be humans that were drawn to them. Servants like, course, or
0: familiars? Of course. Oh, my God. And with the, the
2: promise of eternal life.
0: The Jackie character? Yes. So good. Oh, my God. I mean, the whole thing of like, that plays into the Deacon character. Who I love as well. Like Mm -hmm. the the characters are so defined in interesting ways and different. There's no repetition in that respect. It it made me think at points of like Caddyshack, where each character's like strength was so well defined, and only knowing some of these people from like different things and smaller level. But it felt like every actor in this was given a role that was tailored exactly to what they did best. And and they utilized it but, and go back to Hocus Pocus. Like we said, with Kathy Najemi, she was doing nothing in that. But like that didn't take advantage of her no, skill set at, at all. No. Right. It didn't. We talked no. about like who skill or Bette Midler sings one song in it. Like this movie feels like every person like Caddyshack with Murray and Chase and Roddy Day, everybody, everybody's hitting peak levels of ability and how they like nuance their performances. And that Deacon Jackie relationship is like an unbelievable segment of this film that's yeah. just hysterical.
1: Yeah, when he, when he basically says like, so Jackie is his his servant human, and with he's been promising her for years, she, he's going to turn her into a vampire. Um, Meanwhile, and she's a mother, of, like she's, we find she's out married she's... with a family and the mother, and she's got like three kids. Yep. Now. She's also probably in her mid forties, early, sure. early, yeah. early, early, late thirties, early forties,
2: and she just spends weekends coming over and cleaning blood right, out of their bathrooms, cleaning bathroom, all their blood up,
1: and basically the bringing them victims. Yeah, and and Deacon is basically like, yeah, and she's like, so what are you looking for? You're looking for a girl, and he's like, yeah, a girl, maybe a guy, maybe a virgin, definitely virgin. Um, and she's like, age range? Are we talking? <laughs> At any age, and he's like, Well, not children, but certainly younger than yourself. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <And> she, <laughs> th- there's like this, there's like this Michael Scottness to him in this that is like, I mean, uh, that's y- a he's great like, comparison, yeah, he's so like unashamed of his awful opinions, mm-hmm. uh, of like her, specifically with her. It's like, you know, he. he he, uh, he's, like, negging her is, like, the term the kids use, right? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and then g- going off of that, the scene of her calling up the folks that she brings to the dinner party, her talking to this girl who she sat next to in English or whatever, some yes. class in college, while she's, like, pushing the cart at the, like, Home Super Depot market. or something. Yeah, like it's just so good. Like, you know, just calling up this girl I haven't talked to in 20 years. Ask her if she'll come over to a vampire house and be their <laughs> well, dinner. That,
0: that dinner sequence is fat. And we've seen a few of them in recent episodes, right? Like we had the dinner sequence in Temple of Doom we talked about. And then we have the Beetlejuice dinner sequence, which is obviously such a famous part of that. But this one is fabulous. And it does lead to that scarier part where they're chasing Nick around, and then they just decide they're going to turn him into a vampire. And we get a lot of these vampire conventions, right? Like, Nick's the new, going to be the new vampire. So we have a window into like, what would it be like to be a new vampire? We have the you old vampire we transitioning
2: have the Oh my God. So good. Oh. oh uh, I love it. And even just the relationship with him of like how obnoxious he is. As a new vampire yeah, and then like thinking through Right thinking through the amount of Years that they've all been alive that Like they've probably gone through Something like something like this all of them And that you know <laughs> they have hundreds Of years but to work on their relationships a Different
0: place <laughs> yeah. I mean there's uh. just Some lines in this movie like when they're Talking um, Yeah you know, when they're introducing the characters and They talk about Vladislav and he's Like yeah he's a bit of a pervert <laughs> he's talking about it yeah. and then he's like well, i think we should get some slaves yeah he's a bit i'm a bit old-fashioned he I has some, some, some of his
1: ideas are a bit old-fashioned
0: uh we get bat fights in this i mean i'm just thinking of like all the, like, yep. the wacky like them flying through the air but oh, it's, it's so all good. it all works yep it's like the campiness of it is just enough and if we talk about like caddyshack too right we talked about how ridiculously campy that was, right? Like, oh, we're gonna have like the miniature golf course and all this type of stuff. And and you're saying, but you 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 know, you can go into the camp and sometimes it can be funny. Yeah. And it's not, but with this, that's like whatever it is, they find that balance of keeping it just scary enough. You know? It's well, not too scary, but like they can do these kind of campy, ridiculous sequences, and it just delivers everything. Well, let,
1: let me ask you this, because the feeling I got is that like if if these are the types of vampires that would allow a film crew into their home and all the kind of craziness that that would like the vulnerability or the the risk that that would be that like these are these are actually like pretty shitty vampires or like they are not like they are not you know the upper crust of like what what you would get in a vampire if that makes sense they're like not maybe like a, uh, maybe New there's York a whole city vampire right maybe there's played. a right there's not they're not Lestat like there's a whole john there's, there's a, a whole class, like a classism to the yeah like a, yes right exactly
2: i do love when they're walking about the town though and you encounter the other vampires so oh my they, god they, the they two a girls. girls yeah
1: Oh, what a lot. What are is. you
0: guys gonna do
2: tonight? Just kill some perverts? Yeah, we're we're meeting a pedophile.
0: <laughs> we're meeting a pedophile and they kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Some, some vampires you get when you get bit, so if you get bit as a child, you have some issues.
2: Amazing. Yeah. And that comes back around when, you know, at the end we we see Viago finally bite his love interest who's now 96 years 98, old yeah. 98 yeah some people have a hard time with the with the difference they, the age difference they say i'm robbing the cradle because <laughs> there's a 400 because i'm 4 old. times her age <laughs>
0: I just love they played the bit that he was mailed the wrong place. Oh, my God. Had mailed him to the wrong country. uh, You put the wrong postage stamps on. And his
2: servant's still waiting to be made immortal. Yeah. Yeah, Now he's He's old. He's not. He doesn't want to do it now.
0: Oh, and the the choices that would like with these movies, obviously, right? You often have to have that window into the world. And what can it be? And sometimes it's the new vampire or sometimes it's the non-vampire. They bring in like Stu. And just like that, even that part of like this, just this guy, Stu, who works in like IT and he's showing him how to use the internet and lo- all of these I things. I love that scene. And, um, and his You delivery. just like type
2: yeah. in, so it's like, so you just type in to Google, like whatever you're looking for. I lost a scarf, a really nice <laughs> scarf in 1912. I find that? <laughs> find it. Stu
1: says it's a, if we push images, then we can see pictures of virgins and Vladislav they're all like, Oh yes. And Vladislav says, I don't think she's a virgin if she's doing that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I like I love the Stu I like how hard must the, that role have been? We often like talk about oh, like he, the, the you have all these over the top things going on around you and you have to deliver a performance where it's like there's the facial it's almost no facial expression just like plays it perfect
1: oh i was trying to find his, scenes of like the stuff that he does with them yeah i was trying the to pottery. find his uh his speech about what he does at the, so they finally like they take him to the masquerade ball or whatever it is and all the vampires and, and zombies start to find out that he's human and they all want to eat him and so they're asking him, like, what he does and telling him to speak up. And he goes on for, like, a minute or so about, like, what he does at a software company. He helps them develop the software. Like, mm-hmm. it's so funny and so dull. But it fits so perfectly. And they just keep talking about how red his face is. It's got some good blood in there. Yeah. It's good. And, and then the Beast
2: realizes after he describes his job that that means that he's
1: virgin. Well, we should talk about the Beast because I thought that was a funny uh-huh. a funny setup is that... Vladislav who is clearly like the alpha male of the vampire group yeah right
0: like and he looks like what you would think almost like Gary (laughs) Oldman
1: Well, I think just calling him Vlad uh, he's he's supposed to be the Dracula like he's while Peter is the older vampire who is clearly his look is based off Nosferatu Vladislav is clearly like a you know supposed to be Dracula of like, the
0: Victorian and
2: they, era. And That's they treat he, Peter. Right? Middle ages. Yeah. Peter. Peter's interesting because even though he's the oldest, there's a little bit of like a childish or.
1: Well, it's more like he's just beyond. He's beyond caring about anything but eating people. Right. Yeah. So they so, treat him
2: more like a pet. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But so. And, you know, the, the Vladislav character, even when they open. So when even when Viago wakes him up, they when they open the door, they have a pretty cool visual effect of that is basically taken right out of um I think it's right out of Dracula. Uh Bram Stoker Dracula, the uh was that Oliver Stone? Who did that?
0: Uh ooh, no, uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola.
1: So and when he opens the door, it looks like Vladislav is on a far back wall, like 50 yards away in all red velvet or, or satin silk with like a bunch of naked women who are, you know, and then, so he's basically, the idea is like, he's supposed to be waking them up and he has not gone to bed yet. Um, his, his whole like vibe is just, it just cracks me up the, the entire movie about sort of like, so you have the beast. He, he's basically after that, they cut to the other character saying like, Oh, you know, he used to be so much more powerful. he could, he could hypnotize the entire crowds. He could. do yes. He could. He could do Everyone. He, he could transform into animals. But now he can't get their faces right, <laughs> which is hilarious. Oh my god! When because you see him on the on cat, that, like, cat. Right? It's so oh, funny. Think, oh my god! Unbelievable. Um, and because he has, he's had a crisis of conscience or a uh, confidence because of his loss to the beast. And whenever they say beast, they keep cutting to these old, like middle-aged, like monk drawings of like something that looks worse than a vampire like
2: yeah it's like some it's like an animal human yeah it's like like an animal human there's
1: one with a penis on his chest (laughs) (laughs) like it's the weird like it's all these very weird middle age drawings and you're expecting the beast to be whatever and then you, you finally find out at the masquerade ball when there's a a guest of honor is going to be the beast that the beast is actually just his ex-girlfriend. Oh, what a <laughs> twist. Yeah. She calls him that. the arsehole. Hey, she calls him the arsehole. She calls her the, the beast. Asshole.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh. I,
0: You know, it's what what intrigues me is I, I do think that, and we've talked about this before, like the mockumentary can be difficult to pull off. I think it, when it's pulled off best, it has to be, you know lesser known people or people earlier in their career or things like, like, for example, if they, if Christopher guest wants to make another mockumentary, right. And he has uh, his usual crew in there after Shit's Creek. I don't know if that mockumentary works for me. If it's yeah. Eugene Levy, do you know what I mean? I'm like, they're, they've, they've tra- transcended that and they've become too big, yeah. you know, it, 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 but this, like the vibe, the look, The lack of knowledge of some of the actors, you know, who have gone on to bigger and better things now, it just sells you to who they are and what they are. And you just you fall into this world and they production wise, everything they do such a good job that you feel lived in that world. It's not a lot. It's under an hour and a half and it moves. It It moves really fast. But you also get so much out of it. you yeah. like, how did they, in like an hour and 26 minutes, deliver something there? When the, when I would say the average movie that's being made now, so many of them are two and a half hours. And yeah. I feel like in that hour and 26 minutes, they deliver more than movies that are like three hours long. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. There's a few things with these mockumentaries, that I think, that are super important and are so hard to walk the line that I wanted to sort of talk about, which is... One is, I think you need the characters to believe that their existence, which is the reason the documentary crew is there, is mundane when it's actually insane. Right? So, like, with Drop Dead Gorgeous, the mundane is that this insane pageant has the town going crazy and doing insane things. And in this, it's that they're vampires, right? And they they've lived for hundreds and some thousands of years, and you know the the, and then it also needs to mix like what they think is mundane with actual mundane things to to show the contrast and show well, how see, weird it, it is, is.
0: It is like The Office, right? Right. Like the Office had exactly. that ability yeah. to, to to pull that off, like that to find that like. And how do you balance? I think the brilliance of it, right, is the mundane with something that is so unique. Like you also have to find what that niche is. Like right. Vampire World is a perfect place for that because a lot of us know some vampire lore, but most of us don't know much. The same thing with like a rock star, right? Like we think we in and um Spinal Tap. We know what it's like to be a rock star, but we really don't. So you get an avenue into that world. Yeah. And you can deliver on it.
1: Yeah. And then the the other thing I was thinking is that they also need they also need to show that these characters know that it's a documentary and it's being filmed and the camera needs to become a character where the camera's capturing things that the characters don't necessarily know that they're capturing. And that happens in this, this movie, it's not explicit. Like it's not like a pan where it's like, mm, and it's like, look at this stupid thing. But there are little things here and there that the camera is clearly picking up that the characters are unaware of
2: well so obviously there is the moment at the um the cathedral of sadness where the the beast calls sorrow. attention to
0: sorrow, the- sorrow sadness. <laughs> where- the beast, the cathedral of sorrow. Oh, that's very good. Oh, I like that. that was yeah. a good use of sound effect right there.
2: So the beast calls attention to the camera crew and sort of asks, like, "Why are all of these yes. human here? Humans here, right?" So they, there's a moment, and I and I love how they create the tension in that moment about <laughs> the humans being in the room and and the confusion over the plus one. yeah, <laughs> confusion over the plus one. <laughs> it it's like, fantastic. well, he's my plus one again. Like so true to life. Everybody's had some sort of an awkward situation over whether there was a plus one or there wasn't a plus one, and who came as the plus one. So I love that. I love that bit. Do people have that problem? Yes, one hundred percent. Is that a real thing? We had random plus ones at our wedding. Remember that? Like, like <laughs>
0: people bring. I don't. People You mean like people bringing plus ones when they weren't allowed to? Oh bring yeah, that plus absolutely happens.
2: That oh, absolutely.
0: Really? Or people putting
2: cr- like strange um requirements on like who gets a plus one where it's like only if you're actually married or engaged are you allowed to have a plus one and so oh there's all kinds of family drama over plus ones in marriage situations anyway i love then that they go out and have the encounter with the werewolves and that's where the film crew again becomes very much an important character in the scene. because they're getting now, they now they're getting chased and eaten.
1: Some of them, by them the get werewolves. killed, I right? Think. Yeah, right. So yeah, when most, you're talking about like they get
2: what's intended and what's not intended yeah. to get
0: caught on film, well, and that's so true, Katie. Yeah. And it's also that's the Spinal Tap thing, right? Like you see Rob Reiner in that, like yeah. the use of them, um, and it it adds to it, like almost the breaking of the fourth wall with it.
2: Why is he so good with his portrayal of the police? In this and in *Hunt for the Wilder People*, they are some of my favorite minor characters. <laughs> it is
1: he. There is a. There is something about the way he, and I'm sure he's involved with this because it was the same in *The Wilder People*. There's something in the way he writes those characters that is like,
0: oh yeah, he wrote both. He wrote the, this that he is like letter Jermaine of the this. letter
1: of the law, to the absurd. Right. <laughs> Does it make you wonder
0: what I? And I almost wanted to call my brother and sister-in-law. And I'm I'm curious of like what New Zealand police officers. Yes, are I want to
2: like. know. I mean, it seems like, like we could date, use a little bit more, more of that energy that.
1: here. The yeah. idea. Well, when, once they find Stu's body and they bring it back to the to the uh, ambulance. They also, they're like it. It seems like a pack of wild dogs have been doing this, and they've been doing it once a month. Um, The
2: attacks have been. But then they find this sweet dog, dog
1: and they're (laughs) like, "This is the one. This is the one that did it." Yeah, they bring it to the body, and they're like, "Look what you did! Look what you did!" a little puppy After and like, we did
2: get to see the attack to a certain extent you see you know and i and they do such a good job of like catching and not catching the transformation yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. you know like it's very believable in the way and they don't use yeah, any but, cgi no, it's, it's just yeah it's they, practical effects they
0: are blaming that dog that has white
1: fur he would be soaked he would be uh, a red what you did. Look what you did. Covered in blood. Dead serious. <laughs> like without without like without breaking character, like look what you did. So apparently there's like I, I was just looking at IMDb. There looks like there's like spin-offs and stuff. Like it looks well, like yeah, there was a there's... show called Wellington there, paranormal that followed those two police officers. Oh my gosh, I wanna oh watch it. Oh my god. Yeah, I wanna watch amazing. it. Well and, and then when they, the house, when they come yeah. into the oh house when they come into the house and
2: uh, Viago hypnotizes them yeah. and he's like,
1: I'm not, not very, very good. good at hypnotizing. <laughs> this could change they could recognize everything in one minute. <laughs> and so he keeps looking at the camera like a... <laughs> <laughs> his character is so good because there's this thing with like vampire and so like if you know the vampire lore and like all the vampire kind of pop culture things like obviously like interview with a vampire is probably like one of the and and obviously dracula but like more recently interview with a vampire there's like there's a lot of from that movie specifically and from those books that kind of falls into this movie that i think is is fascinating like there is an unwillingness to turn humans into vampires for a number of reasons. One of yeah. which is it is like raising a puppy. I have, have a child. Yeah, yeah. You have a child and they never grow up and they shit right. on your floor. Yeah. Um, But Viago is like outside the curve on that because he is like he's the type of vampire that wouldn't survive because he's seen to me. He seemed until you see him like bite the woman. I'm like, who does he kill? Right? He yeah. seems so sweet. Yeah, he doesn't strike <laughs> you yeah. as. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he also
2: really that. likes hanging out with vampires. Right. Right? Like, he <laughs> right. just wants to be with people and vampires. Yeah, and I love so, hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, so that notion is like, uh, it totally makes sense that he would turn the 96 year old, you know, because yeah, yeah. it's like, I have a friend for life oh, now. And he yeah. is
0: also that person that doesn't know what an appropriate Halloween costume is.
1: Oh, my he, God. Uh, his choices
0: and halloween costumes are fantastic he the last whatever it is ball he got in trouble because he dressed as Whoopi goldberg from sister act one and
1: (laughs) two i love that that's what yeah well the the way he says it it so this is where where taika is like (laughs) where he is like the perfect version of himself which is like when he's writing this line he's like no what would what's the Funniest thing Viago could say, okay, it's hilarious that I'm going to dress as a nun, and that's going to piss off the vampires. (laughs) But also on top of that, when I relay this information, how is it funny? Okay, I'm going to dress like Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg (laughs) from Sister Act. But no, Viago would say from Sister Act 1 (laughs) and Sister Act 2, back in the habit. He says back in the habit. (laughs) Like, it is...
0: And it's then so good. And he dresses as Blade. Oh the yeah, and then, then, then he
1: dresses as Wesley Snipes from Blade, and they're like, it's just inappropriate. They
0: would like the leather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my
2: god. Oh my god, it's so good. And then and then
0: it is a great movie. When, when they oh, shame just, Nick, uh, they're yes. like, we have found you guilty <gasps> of writing shame. shame, 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 shame. Oh, oh my god. I Why, wonder if I that inspired something.
2: the Game of Thrones scene. <laughs>
0: I I, I learned something new in this. Apparently, if a vampire eats french fries, he vomits
1: blood Oh my god! (laughs) So I can't have chips, my favorite food. Sweet.
2: You you thought it was the garlic. It was the salt?
1: It's just that he ate food. He ate real candy food, food,
2: yeah. I would hate that. That would be my least favorite part of the vampire life.
0: Yeah, Yeah, well, I think that'd be a pretty bad one. I don't know. Maybe killing people constantly to...
2: Eat. I feel like there's maybe a workaround on that. I've seen I've seen some vampires work around that issue. They have right, like,
1: yeah, yeah they the, do food occasionally- the food problem. So how about when when <laughs> Mick is going around the party saying like, "You've seen uh, you've seen uh, the, what's the the movie with um, Stewart, Kristen Stewart, oh, Twilight. Uh, Twilight, Twilight." Yeah, you've seen Twilight? I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> He's pretending to be Robert Pattinson.
2: <laughs> You're asking him, who did you tell? Yeah, he's... I I I told, oh, oh, I, I
1: told him. everybody. He tells someone that basically says, I'm a vampire hunter.
0: Oh, my God. Well, they also oh, use so ph- good.
1: They also use the
0: phrase homoerotic dick-biting club in this Oh, Jackie film. does, yeah. Oh, this um, film. Jackie, I was happy for Jackie. She did get turned into a vampire, does, which is what but, you like, wanted.
1: her but, like, poor family. family. <laughs> well, her <laughs> husband... Oh my God! What she says to him? She, or basically, she's like, "My husband is now my servant." My and then it cuts to like her, like inner, like talking to him, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Yeah, you're gonna do this and that." And she's like, "You're my husband. I love you." And he's like, "I love you too." And she's like, "But you're also my servant."
2: <laughs> like, yeah. That's serious. So it is totally a power play for her, where she's yeah. like, "I am no longer. I am the dominant one in this family, and you will do what I need you to do." Yeah.
0: yeah. I just felt. I felt. Um, a little less like um, inferior to vampires, knowing that they would take public transportation as well. Yep. They have no problem taking the local bus to go clubbing and whatever. Oh, oh having animals. to be invited
1: into the club was that
2: funny. was hysterical. When they go into the vampire club and there's only three of them there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dancing. Uh, oh God, I loved it. I you, loved it. You really.
0: This film cannot be recommended. I I want to talk I, about every scene. I want to delve. Uh, you know, I don't know if I want to or not, but FX has a, a show. Apparently it's good. We've
2: had yeah. a few of our commenters have recommended it. Yep. So I, now I feel like it, I absolutely We've have watch to watch it. Uh, yep. Watch this show. We had folks who said they, they actually didn't even know they didn't watch the movie. They've just watched the show and they right. love that. So, yeah, we got to
0: we got to watch it. Well, this is an absolute must watch a
2: delight. This is a delight.
0: This is going to go into major rotation for me. This is uh, a feel good film. Fabulous movie. Uh, All right. Now, the question is King of the Hill or Bottom of the Barrel. It's certainly not in Caddyshack Too certainly not. Certainly not. Is. Did you enjoy this? Would you put this over aliens? No.
2: Yeah, it's not a better movie than Aliens. But if I'm looking for a film to enjoy, I'm watching this film. (laughs) But no, it's not it's not a better movie than Aliens.
0: I will put this over. Aliens. Oh, all right. All right. Well, King of the Hill does not mean it has to be a better movie. I think Jim brought that up, which was a great question on our last episode with Eric. You know, it doesn't have to be the greatest movie made. But I mean, this this to me is for an hour and 26 minutes. You're hard pressed to find something that will deliver laughs like this. If you have to watch 100
2: oh, percent fast. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right. It is time for five you questions. Answers? You want answers? I yes. want the truth. What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? What? Why? All right. It's time for five questions with Katie. Time to start with our thumbs up or thumbs down question. Uh, There are some amazing velvety looking top hats in this Mm -hmm. movie. Uh, Thumbs up Mm -hmm. or thumbs down. If Jim started a steampunk look, Katie, and started wearing a top Mm -hmm.
1: hat. I love
2: a top hat. I do.
1: Like Rose the Hat.
2: I was thinking about Rose the Hat. I was thinking about the Mad Hatter. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sherlock Holmes at some point, Benedict Cumberbatch. I feel like he's gotta have a top hat. Oh sure. Um, yeah, in Probably, his like formal yeah, scenes. Sure. Yeah. I I think they're I think they're a pretty cool hat. Abe Lincoln.
1: I'd have to adjust what else I wear because you can't wear a top yeah. hat with a hoodie. We've gotta find you a good one. of true. top hat and jeans is not no. I think we, we you have need a, like a velvet we have a overcoat. Puppet. Yeah. We
2: have a we have a bourbon bunny or puppet a vest, that comes like, out of a top hat. Like I could do like
1: vest. Yeah, I could dress like the rock in uh in um, jungle Ballers? Cruise. I would like no that. Like a little, like a little, choice. little vest and and like. I like that. Uh, sleeves like that. rolled little up little on a shirt. I like I there we go. I, like that. I love
0: it. All right. I like that. Jim, you take your vest. Uh, vest from uh, Keenan's
1: wedding. Oh, I have a vest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you right.
0: got you got a vest already.
1: I you left that a... at the hotel. I had to go pick that up. Yeah, you you go do. pick it. That will yeah. make
0: the drive worthwhile. Then, then you get a return on your investment of time there. All right. Question two, Katie. Would you rather be a werewolf? Or a vampire. Here's a question: Are can women be werewolves?
2: Though? Mm. Are there werewomen? Are yeah, there yeah, yeah, themed, Are there werewomen? Mm. Yeah, there think.
0: were not any in this film, but no. I, I'm trying to hard press to think of. I guess those. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are those awful movies with Kate Beckinsale, mm. where there's yeah,
1: underworld, underworld. No, yeah. and and I think the, there's some in Twilight. Uh, there's some in uh, what's it called too? What was the uh, True Blood? Yes,
2: mm. yes. I would okay. pick vampire. Uh, okay. I have a... I don't know if the two of you have noticed this about me, but I like being in control.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So that's the, the big difference, the, right? Yep. Where yeah. the yeah. werewolf life? No, nope. Mm-mm. I, I, I understand that vampire life is hard, but I have more control in vampire life.
0: Yeah. Okay, I love it. Uh, all right, here we go. Fill in the blank question: If you were an immortal vampire, you would choose to live your life mm-hmm. in what area? Sin. I'm,
2: oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose that's wow that's interesting it, that was what came to your mind um, I, I am going to live in Italy mm-hmm. because I thought if I lived in like a tropical location I would be so bummed that I didn't get to be out in the daytime
1: the problem there's one problem with Italy I don't think you're thinking of tell me there seems to be maybe one religion that's very popular oh, that's, there. Sure, there's going to be a lot of crucifixes. Yeah. Damn it.
2: Maybe I should choose better. You yeah. Might, yeah, you uh, might uh, I'm going to have to rethink it. Else. And all again,
1: right. it, it all I'll depends it. on your, your your vampire lore, because I don't think all vampires care about crucifixes Uh, but the ones in this movie did
0: yeah all right i might need to come back around on that one okay next well that's all right don't worry about it you Mm -hmm. can choose where you want uh favorite question we have some amazing yeah accents and so what is your favorite accent
2: this definitely shifts for me i'd say for most of my life i have preferred strongly an irish or scottish accent but recently, our children have gotten so far into the Australians, the, the Australian media, that I have really grown a fondness for the Australian. Not just the accent, but the whole thing. It's I love the their, their wording. I love, well, and I'm bluey. Socky. I love it. <laughs> yeah. We hear the Australians all the time in our We're house. We're going to Hambon I really enjoy them. Yeah. My co-worker is also dating an Australian. Well, which and is I funny. ask about her all the
1: time. Because you loved... Paul Hogan
2: growing up. I sure did. Mm. I sure did love Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. I did. You
1: were an exclusive lover of Hogan's. <laughs> you loved Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan too. I also loved, you loved Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan and Paul, that explains I had a, a lot, thing actually. for
0: blonde men as a child uh, named Hogan. Named those Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting choices, people. by yeah. the way. Uh, all right, finally, deep thoughts question. You mm-hmm. are a vampire. Mm-hmm. I just knew you were going to pick it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're guaranteed to live a thousand mm-hmm. years. Here's the question. What is one thing from your life today that you're still going to be doing in a thousand years? Uh What's one thing you will absolutely no longer be doing? And what's one thing that you would never do today that in a thousand years you think you would probably be doing?
2: Okay. So a thing that I do today that I will still be doing in a thousand years is reading books. And I'm so excited that I have so many more years to read all of the
1: books. You think books are going to last a thousand years?
2: What are you talking about? Why would you say such a thing?
0: I don't know. Just don't
2: ruin my dreams. Anyway, I'm reading. I'm reading all of the things. Okay. All the um, things. One thing that I will absolutely not be doing is my non-yoga, non-walking exercise. The stuff where I like make like I make it really hard for myself. I don't need to. I don't need to worry about Probably my possible. cardio. I don't yeah. need. I don't need to worry about the size of my muscles. I'm just going to let that be what it is because I'm going to live a thousand years and then something I would never do now but I will be doing then Mm. besides drinking blood yes besides drinking blood
1: well consider this you can't die so there's something I
2: would never do now but oh yeah yeah okay so what would I add into my life I'd probably do all the thrill seeking things right yeah why not yeah skydive bungee jump,
1: night, just like night jump. skydiving. Yeah. Yes. Do that. skiing.
2: Like rock climbing, surfing. I'm nervous about surfing. We were just talking about
1: this. Surfing makes me nervous. That's the you, thing that makes you yeah. nervous. Yeah. Yeah. That list. Keep in mind, you have to do all this at night.
2: Yeah, why not? I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's right? true. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do Fabulous. It.
0: All right. Wonderful. That is five questions. Anybody have any recommendations mm-hmm. other than other The than Body this? Man by um, Eric Bishop?
1: Anything? We got anything? Everybody good? Not really.
2: No, I mean, we uh we're still watching Killing Eve. You like that?
1: Fabulous. We finished Murders Only Murders in the Building. Great. Murders in the we got to finish that. We're close to finishing oh, it. Gosh, that was great. It.
2: That was really
0: good. You yeah. thank Aaron for that recommendation. Yep.
2: I am loving Glennon Doyle's podcast We Can Do mm-hmm. Hard Things. It is the therapy that everybody needs.
0: Um, Yeah, it's great. All right, good. I will recommend two uh, regular films. One, Unstoppable, Tony Scott's final film with Denzel Washington and Chris Pine. I had never seen it. and I watched it last night and it is fabulous. I think a lot of people might have missed it. I highly recommend that you check it out if you haven't seen it. And also the good, the bad and the ugly, the Eastwood (laughs) Western, which is fabulous. And my criterion choice uh, fitting for this film is the original Universal Monster movie, The Wolfman, which is great with Claude Rains, which is fabulous.
2: Excellent. Uh, We are looking forward to watching Tick, Tick, Boom this weekend. So yes, by the time this episode drops, it'll be out. We can't wait to hear what everybody thinks about it.
0: And we have a fabulous, exciting guest and movie that we will not name and tease right now for our next episode. So when you next hear us, we'll have a great guest. We'll have a exciting movie. And what else? That's it. That's and few, it'll be
2: it. like basically December.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It will be. By the time they listen to it, it will be it's December. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I love it. Fabulous. All right, All right everybody.
1: Bye, Thanks everyone. For Thanks. Bye. Have a good night.